Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Guys, welcome to our late night below deck chat where Josh and I take over Up and Adam's channel to recap below deck sailing. We are on season four. Hello, everyone in the live chat. Um, hello and welcome. Josh. It's so hot. It's so hot. And to make it worse, the, What's so I hot? think 90% of the air is full of pollen right now. I think I'm breathing. <laughs> oh, so no. I'm hot. My head is hurting. And to regulate my temperature, in honor of our old shows, I'm doing the show. You're not no wearing pants. no yeah. pants. I I mean, hello. <laughs> and who says you have to do that just on the old shows? You can do that on the new shows too. I know. I kind of. I kind of. Well, it's summertime, folks. So we might be. Uh, we might be doing <laughs> pantless shows all season. I hope you guys uh, are ready, Lord. <laughs> well, Josh, we hope you feel better soon. Um, listen, speaking of hot. Right now, if you guys don't follow Colin from Below Deck Sailing, his YouTube channel called Parlay Revival, they are crossing the Pacific from the the west coast of Mexico to um, French Polynesia and beyond. They Ooh. today, today we're we're crossing the equator and went live um, from the boat, which was so awesome. So if are you they using some, like Starlink? You think they're using Starlink? So I think we've talked about that a little bit with uh, Captain Sean, but we got to ask him. He is here tonight, so if you have any questions, be sure when he comes up to put them in the live chat. But there was a lot of people in his live chat, like twenty five hundred, three thousand people, and it was crazy to me just to to think you're out in the middle of the ocean and yeah. you are what live streaming. What a what, time! How we crazy! It's crazy, but I remember being at the boat show with Captain Sean in Fort Lauderdale and talking about, you know, uh, some of the the tech that the the marine, you know, the, the marine industry has, and how expensive it is to have internet on these boats. I mean, we watch below deck and we see them WhatsApping and FaceTiming, and and it can like, I guess, rack up a bill. But now that you have Starlink and and stuff like that, it's a lot easier it's for like them a, to. It's a game changer. I mean, you could literally have access from anywhere on the globe now that's it's insane insane yeah. so thankful to starlink we got to see that if you guys haven't followed his channel it's in the description right below here colin's uh channel parlay revival which of course started um from him getting a, a hurricane ridden uh catamaran rebuilding it and now of course they're sailing it all over the world lots of great sailing channels this but. week what did it's you think favorite. of this week's episode? I don't know. I was going to say our favorite channel for sailing is Below Deck or is Bravo right now. I, you know, I thought it was very interesting. Um, and I want to ask the live chat what you would rate this episode because we are watching the leaders like crumble. Like I have to agree with Chase. There was a moment where Chase and Alex were sitting on deck and, and having a beer and being like, I am so glad I am not an HOD, a head of department, because they are just, I mean, spiraling. But what did you think? What would you give this episode? Uh, so I guess, like, I'm going to give it 
high seven eight ish okay um because again i'm trying to reserve those nines and tens like i don't want to overshoot it but as far as like you know all the stuff that i'm I might have complained about in the past, but then realized it's good television. The fighting and the, the the like. There's so much drama going on. Surprisingly, from our core group, who's the tightest or who's always been right. the tightest, it's almost like we have two casts going on. We've got our tried and true Colin, Gary, Daisy, and Glenn, and then we've got the new cast members. And the people who are arguing and all bickering right now is Colin, Gary, Daisy, and Glenn. Uh, you know, though, I was thinking about this and I mean, it's like you and I, Jason, like when when you feel close enough to where you're like family and, you know, the other person's going to put up with your crap and they're going to be there tomorrow kind of thing. Sometimes we snap at those that we love because we know they'll stick around. And I kind of feel like maybe they feel comfortable with each other enough to, you know, Right. I mean, don't you argue with family more than uh, yeah, you ever would a lot of your friends and stuff like 100 percent, like 100 yeah. to the. Yeah, absolutely. And and we we've watched this dynamic. We always comment about the dynamic between Daisy and Gary, of course. <laughs> I don't want to like keep talking about how they have a brother sister dynamic. So it's really awkward watching them when they are like doing the lovey dovey flirty shit. It's like and this is gross. You know, <laughs> like we see you as family. It's so crazy. <laughs> I, and I'll say this, Jason, like the we've been teased that Colin and Daisy are going to hook up. And I know now. See, again, I love our chat because I learn a lot from you guys. I forget stuff. And a lot of people pointed out that I guess there's kind of been a little bit of an attraction throughout the seasons. I, maybe I'm just so clueless. I didn't see it. But a lot I of didn't see said, it. OK, a lot of people in the chat were saying, are you guys crazy? They've been they've been kind of flirting before, but he was always with someone, so he couldn't act on it and stuff. So but I have to say, just like her and Gary kind of make me go. Ugh. When I saw them flirting, I was kind of like, oh, you guys are. Oh, it's the same thing. It's because sister. like we talked about, too, like we this below deck sailing is is like kind of so successful because we have that core group of people who keep coming back, who are so close, so tight knit. And then that, it's like, don't ruin it with with these love triangles that we we get from the 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 revolving door cast. You know what I mean? But speaking of revolving door cast, I do have to say, I want to I want to talk about how Daisy had a little bit of a breakdown this episode, a lot of stress, uh, and a lot of people on Twitter and stuff were saying because she's actually mad at Gary for flirting and hooking up or making out with with Mads and that's where her frustration is coming from but to me she seems a bit overwhelmed to the point where we haven't seen her like this before in prior seasons I mean at least I don't remember seeing her overwhelmed she usually has her shit together you know yeah before we before I kind of talk about this Jason did we throw up some of the ratings I I, I couldn't see did mm-hmm. you throw up some of the numbers that people I were saying did. there was a lot, a lot of, of seven sevens, eights a lot, a lot of seven seven eights yep and um, a four I know Jen going hard Jen, with man, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, lots of eights, seven. If I had to rate it, I might give it a seven as well. Um, only because, you know, with, with Daisy having her, her kind of moment, her breakdown, there are little things that we've talked about before that this is why we enjoy watching a show about yachting is you're there for the extravagance, the opulence, and no detail should be missed, especially when it yes. comes to the interior crew. And I really feel like a lot of details have been just going by Daisy a little bit. She had that first charter where she had the girls. They weren't sailing or anything. That was your time to teach them to go above and beyond. And I feel like we're not getting that above and beyond experience really from anyone. I don't know how you feel about that, but let me give you an example. Yeah. You had the beach set up. Yes. Which... Daisy never wants to send a, a stew, but did you see the beach yeah. set up? Like, I mean, I, listen, maybe they, they're low on supplies or whatever, but it was do better. You, you know, you can make that look <laughs> a, a little better and you have two hours to make it, you know, Fraser would never, Kate Chastain would never, you know, it just, it wouldn't happen. And it just looks like, you know, and then even when they were having the problem with the chicken wings, where do we put the bones? The solution wasn't met, and it just seemed a little. It seems a little lazy. 
Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, I don't know if I'd call it lazy because they're working. It's just, it's almost like, um, what part of this picture do you see work? Almost ignorance or like, or, or some people like, look, Jason, you and I have a, a flair for the artistic, right? So we look at that. We go, (laughs) now we don't even have, we don't, you and I have never worked on. Yeah. We don't set up beach parties, but we both look at that and we cringe. Right. And because aesthetically it's not pleasing. Some people just don't have that skill set, And so, um, Oh, there's this whole hierarchy of like, uh, incompetent competence, competent confidence. Anyways, there's this whole thing, but these two are incompetently wait. Anyways, they don't know uh, what they don't know. I, there's a, I, I'm not going to go into just, there's a whole thing and I'm, I can't think of it right now. My head's exploding, but they don't I know. Mean, they, they obviously don't know. don't know what they don't know. Yeah. Like, they don't know is... what they don't know. And so unfortunately they just don't have that skill set. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, technically they did the right thing, right? They set up the chairs. They, put I mean, the I table, get, I mean, even if there's not, just a better way, I get, I get this yeah. if this is all they have. Okay. But, but even even then, I still think this could have been arranged a little nicer. A hundred percent. We're going to ask Captain Sean about this when he comes on because he's an expert beach setup guy. You know, you know what we should the, do? We should we should give Sean challenges like Sean, two TV trays, four chairs, <laughs> and an umbrella. Give us a layout. <laughs> and, and some chicken wings or and buffalo wings or whatever the someone, hell they wanted. Someone did ask, why are they serving chicken wings on a yacht? So you guys, that was a request from the guest. Just FYI. That so, was a request. You're you're so right. Okay, I would just want to read some of the live chat because you guys are really a good group tonight. 120 in the room. And as Penny said, um, somewhere down here, thank you so much. Hit that like button. It's free. And that is our tip. And we really appreciate it. So if you can, go ahead down there and just do a little click. Um, Yes, Jen. Andrea, Andrea, we did say uh, Colin was live tonight on his channel. Amazing. So fun to watch. Let us know what you thought about that. Um, um, Jen, you gave it a four. I was going to say, Jen, you gave it a four. I'm watching the chat here. I'm waiting for your um, response. But why a four? I just want to hear some of your thoughts because I you could be you could have some very valid points. So I really want to see why you gave it a four out of ten. Um, it's that beach setup. Like I give that beach setup that doesn't even get a four. Wow. <laughs> yeah, or that's not alone. That, that I think that's a two out of ten. But um, well, yeah. So a lot of um, a lot of people are tearing apart the chicken wings here, um, guys. Just so you know, the the primary did request it, so um, they were trying to, you know, serve up uh, t- to his request. So yes, uh, it, I mean, listen. Um, can you think of a worse food to eat though, Jason? When your when your hands are full of sand. Let me take barbecue sauce, chicken, and rub them into my gums. <laughs> no, not at all. And and that's that. That's the point. Like, especially on a beach, you don't want something that's like sticky and nasty that you want to like, you know, grab and and play because you're you're sitting there, right? You don't even have a bowl to put the wings in at this point, right? You don't have yeah. anything. Now the thing is, is everyone was blaming someone else. Like Alex was like, "I feel bad for Lucy because like." you know, she doesn't have a, a bowl and, and she didn't, she wasn't told to bring a bowl, but wouldn't you think you would pack just like one or two extra things just in case, like an extra cup or a, a few extra napkins? Why wouldn't right? you throw a few plates or bowls? It just, it, it, I don't know. It's just like missed the mark, man. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like my friends and I were talking about, like we were just talking about having guests over. He, he was having his in-laws visit and they were going to, they're, they're throwing this party. And he was talking about the in-laws think I always buy too much food, but we were talking about the way we were raised. If you have just enough food, that's not enough. Like you're, when you have guests, you're supposed to, at least the way I was raised, be generous. There should be more than enough. Everyone should feel there's, they could take as much as they want and feel at home and not feel like, oh, there's two slices of pizza left. I won't take the last one. So yeah. No, there should be two pizzas <laughs> waiting there for extra. You know what I mean? Like, and so that's just it with this stuff too. It's like, yeah, don't have just enough stuff to serve. Have extra bowls, like you said, have extra plates, have extra, because you never know. Oh, actually, can I not have this food touch this one? I want to have them. Sure, here's an extra bowl or whatever. You never know what people are going to do, but, you know, carry a spittoon for crying out loud. And I also thought, I mean, listen, what they really needed was extra food after it fell all over the sand because of the primary sun falling over. But at the same time, like moving the vegetables to the side, isn't there, wasn't there a vegetarian? 
Like yeah, their, so, their solution was on the produce plate, use the other the back half from chicken bones. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> That was weird. At a certain point, I would have said, you know what? They're from nature to nature. They shall return. Chuck them in the bush over there. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess. Um, (laughs) Listen, so uh, another one running into problems. We're talking about like heads of departments running into problems. Before we get to Gary, I want to talk about Alicia, who is delivering, right? Like we see her deliver. Her food looks amazing. She's running into some issues. She got a cut finger. She had a lot of, uh, was it monkfish or something? She had to like tear apart. Like she just wanted a filet and she got this whole fish and she always, whatever. There is an issue with timing. You know, we did have Gary and Captain Glenn requested for dinner, which I think Daisy thought it would be funny last episode to be like well gary's busy he can't today but now gary is sitting with captain glenn having this dinner that he was supposed to have the night before so now there's a lot more to do but we're we're on that timing issue again with the chef like this is like one two three four chefs having timing issues on this boat what what do you think the problem is do you think it's they're competing with themselves you know they really want to make their food exquisite and amazing but some people just you know, don't want to make wait 40 minutes between courses. Yeah. Well, what's that? Uh, the triangle, you can have it cheap. You can have it fast. You can have it quality. You can only have two of the three. You can never have all three. Yeah. Triangle. <laughs> and so it's like, Absolutely. fine. If you want quality and you want, uh, you know, well, cheap doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work in this case. Cause it's more, it doesn't, but it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's, they are timing is has become an issue on the past few. Now we have seen that it, the first few charters is where the timing issues are. They correct themselves and they get better. Part of it might be them learning the kitchen and what they have to work with and where things are. Cause yeah. you know, a, a real chef who works in the same kitchen all the time knows where everything is. It becomes like a dance, you know? And so they know exactly where everything is. They don't even need to look. They can just reach and they know where it is. This, you know, you figure half of it's she's learning where everything is and how she's going to use the space. Um, And she has, as we saw, super high standards. I mean, she really does make art for food. And where, but where is the balance? You know what, you know what I mean? That's like, where is the, you know, these guests, they think they want this sometimes. And we we saw this on um, Below Deck Down Under, maybe too much one way we had chef ryan who's like i'm telling them when they're eating what they're eating and that's it which in some cases might work but the guests you know they they think they want this exquisite thing they think they want this but then they end up waiting and hate hating waiting for it maybe yeah maybe uh (laughs) maybe going forward every other like every other course if she does a multi-course meal like every other one should be and now uh you'll be having a bowl of Kellogg's cornflakes with yes. almonds and milk <laughs> <laughs> just to buy herself time to get the next course ready. So yeah, I'm going to suggest that maybe she does cereal bowls of cereal, uh, bowls of cereal. Bars, and if bars, she wants to go great. over the top, you can warm Trail up some makes. oatmeal, add some yeah. fruit, uh, um, you know, like get weird bowl of Cheetos, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe for one of the like the party, maybe like at one of those white parties they like to have on the boats, just do a whole yeah, or like Chef Boyardee, like rub it. You know, does pasta always have to be fresh made? Can can we do from a can every (laughs) other course? Would have been better than those chicken wings on the beach. I can tell you that. Okay, listen, I want to since the live chat's talking about, I want to get get to Gary in a second, but. Um, yeah, everyone's pissed at Gary. Guys, we will talk about Gary. We will talk about that. But another person, people are kind of at too is Glenn and they're not really liking his leadership approach this season. I've guys. And I saw a comment about Reddit earlier in the live chat. It is just a rabbit hole. Don't go down it. (laughs) But Uh a lot of people are kind of, um, you know, just disappointed with his, his way of managing that he is friendly with Gary, but we did talk about on the last recap that Gary and Glenn have worked together for a long time. And even on the off season of below deck, they still work together. So, yeah. you you know, what's interesting is I feel like we're having Captain Glenn issues every other season. Like the first season, everyone was like, where was he? He wasn't very involved. Then the next season, he was really hands on, but like he had the perfect balance. 
then or something like that. Like it feels like every other season. This season, it feels like people are griping about him. And so does mm. that mean next season he's gonna correct course and we'll have, you know, the Glenn we like. Look, I still like him a lot. He's still a captain. Oh, I think he's, he's great. Writers. Yeah. But this season he's now. Okay, here's my question to you, Jason. Okay. Is he being tough to work with? Is he being difficult? Or is he kind of doing what I thought Captain Sandy did last episode was a little bit of tough love and like, hey, get over it. Do your job. Time to put on your big girl pants. Put on time to find your big boy pants. And do the job. And then by the end, they were grateful for it. I kind of feel maybe. I don't know. The chat room's probably going to destroy me. <laughs> maybe he's kind of pushing you know uh daisy who's who's maybe she's complacent kind of griping. she's kind of griping yeah no i i see that i i you know i didn't see it before i was thinking okay maybe you're being a little hard on her but like i'm watching some of the things happening and the arguments with gary on like who should be where and who should go there it should just be a yes like i i just feel like everything is a yes especially on a yacht we're used to this group of people this this crew of people really working together they're always like looking to you know really help each other out we've seen gary in the past do dishes and uh, all the crew was was running plates this time for the kitchen you know so you have they have the ability and they do work well together but then like when daisy's stressed like in this episode and gary's like hey do you need help she wants to be the martyr she wants to be like no 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 i got it like let someone make a smoothie like ask for help it's okay and i i feel like maybe glenn has seen that like up until now in the first few charters and is like trying to nip that in the butt that's just a thought i'm not sure uh um it doesn't seem like it's all together and and two things could be correct at once, folks, because I definitely want to gripe about Gary in a little bit. So I'm not saying she's out of her mind and Gary's all no. right. Oh, my God. Um, no way. But, but <laughs> no way. before we leave this whole Daisy issue, the you know how to like when you're in a bad mood, you can just send yourself down a misery spiral, you know, and you're just spiraling and spiraling. So it's like her. I feel like, you know, she was having a tough time. I get it. But then it's like she's staying kind of in that miserable mindset. And some people actually like to stay kind of depressed or miserable, like that whole misery loves company thing. And it's like, so I feel like she's like in that headspace. And then anything that comes along, her reaction is, is, oh, oh, oh. And I'm like, calm down. You know what I mean? Because at a certain point, too, it's like, yeah, it'd be nice if the exterior crew helped you, but also, this is your job. So at the end of the day, it's got to get done and it's got to be done by your team. So zip it, quit complaining, get it done. And you might find the guys might be a little more um, proactive in helping you or willing to help you. If you had a better attitude, maybe I me and maybe, and this goes for Gary as well. Right. I mean, the way he just yes. kind of harps on her as like we said, it goes both ways. Yes. The way he harps on her and like, well, you know, you don't, it looks, and it does, and I have to agree with Gary too, it looks more professional when you have a stew, even if it's just to pour some wine. I think we talked about this last week or some beer into a glass. It's kind of good that it's not the guy who's taking people out for snorkeling that has to watch them in the the water. It, it looks better to have someone who's just kind of there to fill your glass, you know? But um, same thing, they they have a lot to do. Um, the interior has a lot to do too. It It's, like you said, it goes both ways. It goes both ways. But- yeah. And so, folks, if you disagree with me about Daisy, that's totally cool. But I, I kind of think she's overdoing it a little. And I think, and again, I wouldn't be on her case as much if I haven't seen, hadn't seen her kick ass three other seasons. You know what I mean? So, like, that, I mean, and that's so what I was thinking. And that's the thing. It's like, I know there's a better Daisy and I know there's a better attitude Daisy. I want that Daisy, you know, it's just like when you and I were harping on Fraser early on with his performance, we were griping, but it's only because we're like, we know there's a better Fraser in there. So it's the same kind of thing. It's, it's when we expect more and we know there's more out of them than you and I, you know, we're not, I mean, listen, forgiving. 
there's there's one thing that Gary and Daisy both have, and even the primary said it about Gary. He does have charisma. He's a mess usually, you know. He he can turn it on and do his job when he needs to, like how quickly he went and got the first aid kit when the guy got knocked in the head by the board. You know, he knows what to do on that boat. Yay, rah, rah. But he does have that, and so does Daisy. Daisy has that that just like genuine like kind of charisma. But I want to move on to Gary, who is kind of guilty of just he seems a little like he seems a little relaxed this season like i got this like don't worry it's like whatever like when he was giving instructions to chase about what time to be on deck chase didn't wake up till 3 30 because as they showed gary said 3 30 he was supposed to be there at 2 30 gary doesn't remember because he has his brain warped in boobs at this point well gary too might be a he's been one of the standout people on a television show that gets really good ratings on a big network for four seasons now there might be a little i'm uh the cock of the walk kind of attitude going on and so he kind of needs to be humbled a little um especially with the whole you know he got to join the crew two days later or whatever three days later and everyone was like oh we needed you where have you been and captain glenn's like i could barely survive without you and so it's kind of went to his head and he's being um this is who you couldn't survive without just fyi this season come here no boat down. uh <laughs> <laughs> no i think um with gary you it's like i think a really good example was when the whole crew was waiting to put on the award show or the yeah the award show thing for the uh the primary and his guest and they were all waiting for gary and gary decided he was gonna go take a cigarette break all after he make sat down wait. for yeah after for he dinner. just sat and had dinner so that's one of those where it's like dude now you're just being clueless you're being self-absorbed like where's the team player and yeah he's he's definitely being disappointing this season he's he needs to be deflated a little his ego just yeah i i thought that was kind of a a cocky move and kind of a really rude move it's like okay he knows right but i'm gonna go sneak for a, a cigarette but i mean and the thing is is we haven't really seen any kind of uh, situation between Gary and Colin ever, but even Colin was quick to call him out. It's like, dude, that was kind of an asshole move. We all want to go to sleep, you know? Yeah. But uh, Lord have mercy. Okay. I think Lynn's just saying that Gary was smelly. (laughs) Sometimes people look smelly. Have you ever, you have you ever seen someone who just looks smelly? Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Gary looks like he might be a guy who might not smell he's a, great. He's a musky man. He yeah. <laughs> he looks he's, that, he's that scent of a pirate. A you know, je ne sais quoi, if you will. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of musky, <laughs> why don't we go to Captain Sean? Let's bring Captain. Let's one, bring Captain one, I want to get to one thing really he's quick. I love that intro. <laughs> I, oh my god. Okay, let's let's bring let's bring Sean up. But before we do, guys, let us know um, in the live chat, in the comments below, where we are with with Gary and Daisy, how we're feeling about them. Especially, you know, I mean, it's unfortunate that Lucy burned that dress earlier too. It's like another thing to go on top of this crazy uh, we'll, we'll crazy talk about that we'll talk about that we'll, we'll end on that one but uh and guys ask your questions now for captain sean if you asked it earlier it got buried there's a lot of comments tonight you guys are going wild so re-ask it so we could see it and we have some questions for captain sean too so um let's play the thingy Captain Sean is here. Speaking of smelling like pirates, where are you tonight? <laughs> yeah, are you on the ocean right now? Where are you? No, I am as about as far from the ocean as, as I can get. I am in beautiful Palm Springs, California. The gay capital of the desert. Gay capital of the desert. I know, really. The uh yeah, I get I, I, I tend to go to a lot of gay capitals. I don't know. Um I don't know what's happening. Uh, it's the artistic life, Sean. It's where, it's where yeah, I guess that's yeah. 
Anyway. If you ever need to make a phone call, I'm always here. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm glad I got you yeah, first. Sure. Jason, can, Jason can work as interpreter. You can hold the phone up and he can. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, guys, if you're not following Captain Sean on Instagram, he's taking you on his adventure with him. So you definitely need to check it out. Um, a lot of fun. Yeah. At a lot of fun. Like lots of fun knowledge. In Palm Springs. His big game adventure. But – Actually, and then very oh. butch too, because you were at the the uh, museum, the, air, the aircraft museum, which was really cool. They got to see a stealth fighter, and um, yeah, no, there's a lot of really really cool planes there. I was disappointed they had an X-wing there. I was disappointed with that though. Oh, an X, it, and like a Star Wars X-wing, yeah, like a Star Wars, but they really dropped the ball. Oh um, man, it, much like the much like the crew on that beach setup. Uh, I well that oh. that is my first question. Okay, yeah. what do you think of that, I, Sean? Do you, you think that there's more than these folding chairs? That, and I do like the little yeah, blow up well, things. First of all, like bring a rake, yeah. and, oh, just, and then manicure. Like no, we we had like whole like uh, beach manicure stuff, like stuff we could even like if we had to prune bushes or do whatever. But I mean, just even like even if they just if that is all they had, they could have gotten creative with it just by doing like kind of cool kind of uh, origami in the sand, or I don't know if whatever that the Japanese sand stuff is called, or they could have incorporated some stuff that was just even, even around, like you can just go walk around the beach and find cool stuff and just incorporate it. Um, Sean, just you, just ruined the, you just ruined the show for me. Cause now every time <laughs> we see a beach layout, I'm going to be like, why can't they just rake it? It would look so nice if they, Oh just, my God. Seriously, oh, no, do you remember the one season though where they had they did I don't know even which franchise it was if it was Med or, or Sailing where they like did like shells as a walkway and oh, yeah, you know no. like simple especially if you're sitting around for two and a half hours right yeah oh yeah no you, there's like no ex, no excuse I mean just like just it's like sometimes like little like simple stuff hey Julie good to see you too um, and thank you very much um, yeah no there's simple stuff that you can do just to just to glam it up a bit. Uh, food wise, the I mean, if you are going to have a, a dish like chicken wings, you do want to have things that people can clean their hands and at least be it, it, at least like wipes or, or, or little towels like they have at the beginning when you walk on the boat, you know? Yeah. And, and that's um, like it, that's also when the that's really the chef and the chief stew communicating and making like the chef will be like, okay, this is the menu. And the chief, stu- and chief stew is going to think, okay, how are we going to serve, not only serve that, but also take it away, like take it away and clean it up and, and need every, and put everything that they need to do that and, and do it right. Absolutely. Um, I do have another question because in this episode we saw um, Glenn kind of, well, without a better word, parking the boat at the very end and the primary just like wanted to talk his ear off. And I have it all the time. Does it, re- I was going to ask it if it did happen all the time and how distracting is that? Even if you know what you're doing, like really well, do you feel it's, like there's, it depends on the situation. Like if it's, it, I mean, that Parcival, the way that that boat handles, once you get the thing lined up, it, it definitely, it backs pretty straight if there's not a lot of wind. So Glenn's able to probably, I mean, he's driven this boat long enough that he can, he can put that thing in and have a conversation at the same time. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of muscle memory and reflexes that are built in, but yeah, that's a huge part of the job is like having you'll, cause especially on a boat like that, you can't get away from the guests and that's part of the show. I mean, I would liken it to being like a musician on stage and like a guy can play the guitar and take requests at the same time. And essentially that's what Glenn's doing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Or, or another comparison, Sean, maybe this is kind of like um, the difference between being a chef in a kitchen or, you know, the line at Subway. Like, they're going to watch you make the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was comparing captaining a million, multi-million dollar sailboat to making a Subway sandwich. 
You want the chipotle mayo? No, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, Sean, I wanted to ask you another question because uh, Colin, who is on the show, he is the the chief engineer on Parsifal, at least during the show. He has a, a, a really successful and amazing YouTube channel that we've, since we recapped the show, Josh, we've always shouted it out and like, you know, talked about it because it's just so fun to watch. It's called Parlay Revival on YouTube. We saw them crossing the equator, which I guess is like a, something that sailors do or is some kind of like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, it's traditional and it's King Neptune's thing. And there's like a whole kind of like you get people like the if you haven't crossed the equator via on a boat, you're called a shellback. And then you get your um, you kind of you have to there's I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you can do. It's it mostly involves like gross food or whatever that they'll and they like make you wear like a dead fish around your neck. And it, it's a bunch of yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that people can do to make make things go way over the top and then you get a you get a little certificate that says you know king neptune has granted you passage across the equator it's fun Tonight okay, what did you saw- do sean wait wait, hold on we're not gonna oh, let God. this go oh, sean what yeah. did you do were you wearing a fish or what happened to you when you first did it so that was like my chef marcus he had been across the equator like a couple of times and and marcus looks like and he's built like look like the chef he's built like schwarzenegger he looked like hugo stiglitz from the movie inglorious bastards and oh geez it was just a, he was a, like a human tank we had him dressed up as as king neptune and our chief steward is haley was dressed up as like his, his assistant mermaid and he made this like vile we had to wear like literally dead fish around our neck and he put like vileness on us and you got to stand there and then they like hosed us off it was just anyway it was just it was it was just kind of ridiculous juba <laughs> so on the though. youtube channel colin was dressed uh, dressed like like uh i guess like neptune neptune yeah, yeah yeah it was it was really fun to watch yeah. Really cool, but one of the the cool things too, and I know we've talked about this on uh, maybe a previous episode. We know that on board the yacht, you know, a lot of people have to use the internet and expect some fast service. But someone was telling me at the the boat show, I think it was for Lauderdale boat show that Neptune. That (laughs) wait, say that again. I said yes, I would dress up like Neptune. But yes, yeah. oh, one hundred percent, and it better, it better be good. Listen, if we have to, you know, get the costume designers in, we will. Um, no, in, but uh, I'm in Palm Springs, I'm sure there's a Neptune costume. I, listen, oh. if, if not, there's a Bette Midler costume or something that <laughs> you can go pick up. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, you know, I know that they transition a lot of a lot of boats have been like going to, to Starlink instead of whatever they were using before, does that save them money? Oh, huge, huge amounts of money. Like the most of the guys, they started off getting the RV package, which so you can be mobile with it. And the, uh, I forget how much it was like, it wasn't that much money, like, but it was like a couple hundred bucks compared to thousands. And then there's the, in the little dish, it just automatically tracks the satellites. I got a friend of mine who's got a cabin up in Maine. It heats up and melts snow on it. I mean, it's just, oh yeah, it is. How much money could that save? Like if hundreds of thousands of dollars per year. Wow. Hundreds of thousands. Wow. Yeah. Because I mean, like one charter, if you had use, let's say you had 12 guests on board a charter, all using their cell phones. Yeah, we crank the bandwidth up, and sometimes I've had like forty thousand dollar internet bills. Holy! So this is like a that's a big deal. Like Starlink oh, entering this this huge. huge in the marine package. They're gonna they're gonna put that out at like five thousand bucks um, a month. But I mean, compared to the you know thirty forty like a hundred grand, some guys were paying. I mean, it's just it's it is that such, is insane, and the service wow. is really pretty really really good hey sean i'm I'm just looking at star at the starlink website right now for maritime right now they're saying as low as 250 bucks a month yeah one time 2500 fee i mean that ain't nothing compared to not yeah no it's 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 so good and it's such a game changer guys are just like taking out like in those you know those big domes they've got on top yeah the satellite dishes are in there and I mean, I, we paid like when, on Latitude when we did the conversion in 2014 from a company called MTM to KVH because we were traveling all over the place. Um, 
just that conversion was like 250 grand to run all new wires and stuff. This is literally like an antenna cable and you're good to go. Now, so there are some limitations there's to it, but for the most part, for 95% of what we do, it's, it's monkey proof. It's just the way to go. Well, and I figure for the guests at the bare minimum, the guests just doing surfing and and emailing and stuff i mean that's more than adequate you know oh yeah well also too we're streaming it's like we used to carry like a system called like kaleidoscape on board and we'd be buying new dvds like every month and that was and so now just by being able to stream we don't have to do that you know, so that's we, ins- i mean it's just crazy watching Colin in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, oh, screaming yeah. like in 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 almost 4K. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, or, no, or, or like or sexting, you know, <laughs> whatever you want to use it for. It's there. Well, Starlink has made it available. Mention that because when we were when we were coming up over the top on latitude um, on the backside of Alaska, we were so far north that our satellite didn't work because we we had to switch to an iridium satellite which is super slow and um, there are iridium plans, but anyway, that's iridium satellites are, are polars are um, the satellite is right above the, the North pole and, and above the South pole. Whereas the rest of the satellites are pretty much around the equator and those, in those bands. So we were so far up North. We, um, we, once we got above like 71 degrees, we lost our internet for quite some time. But when we came back, the internet came back on and I noticed this spike and I was like, what the heck is this spike? And I can look at everyone's IP addresses. So it was one of the stewardesses that I had. And I asked her, I said, <laughs> I go, what's this spike on here? She goes, it's been a really long trip. I go, yeah. She goes, I had to watch some girl on girl porn. And oh, I was my- like, <laughs> okay. And I told the, uh, the order, the, uh, you know, Anil that and Anil's like, okay, well, I guess you got to do what you got to do, but you know, and the, uh, yeah, we let her slide on that one, but it was like a fifteen hundred dollar. Um, wow, that is some expensive um, that was porn expensive for sure. Girl on girl porn. Um, yeah. Captain Sean, I know you had one or two questions that were sent to you. Yeah. And- so the uh, one question was like, "What do you do? Have I ever had the anchor drag on me?" Now is this is this some kind of code for, from from the world? <laughs> That's why I paused. Like so. on you, like you had. To, I'm, I mean, handing, like, I'm like handing this to you. It's like, I know, and it's too obvious. Yeah. Uh, have you have you had your anchor drag? It's on on a hot day, I notice mine drag sometimes. <laughs> no, have you have you had have you had? And tell everybody what that is, just so they know. Oh, yeah. In the so, real. So you, all right. So like so. Um. <laughs> when I'm you put eating. a skirt on the anchor no but anyway the uh no so when we drop the anchor you let out let out uh, like chain that's you get your anchor chain out there and the ratio is usually like seven to one is a is a uh is a good ratio so if you're in you know 10 feet of water and you put out 70 feet of anchor chain that's that's fairly good. I mean, like in the Bahamas, I I dump like two hundred feet of chain. So as the wind blows, the boat's gonna slide, slide back, slide back. But you can generally tell where you drop that anchor. So that chain will get tight, and will sit there, and the boat won't move, and you'll you'll swing around a little bit. But if you start noticing on the chart plotter that the boat's actually going back a bit, it's dragging itself across the bottom. So. Depending what's behind you or what's around you, that can be that can be really bad. So if you're if you're like a couple times uh, like uh, when I was on uh, below deck and we were off St. Kitts or anchored pretty close to the land. And we had to really be careful of how hard that how hard the wind was blowing because we could drag and eventually the boat would go aground. And, and that's a that's a really bad thing. So, yeah, is it because the wind is too strong or is it because the anchor hasn't got a good bite? Like what? that's a good question. And you get yeah, that's that's actually a really good question. So you get some areas that have excellent holding, which is like generally like mud, and the but not clay. The because uh, clay actually what happens is that the anchor will drag across the bottom, and it gets all the clay attaches to the anchor like a giant ball, and then literally you're just dragging a ball across the bottom. Uh, yeah. Where the mud, the anchor will sink in and then bite really really hard and then you're not you're not going anywhere in that stuff rock is 
if it's loose rocks, it can be good, it can be bad because the rocks can break off or the anchor could just get so stuck that you're never getting it, never getting it off. So the bottom conditions, yes, 100% determine if you're going to drag or, or not drag. Sand and eelgrass, generally pretty bad because it's just that just it's like a plowing in a field. There's nothing for it to bite onto. Yeah. And that's where you've got the weight of the chain, which actually helps you out. So you put dump a lot of chain. There's a lot of weight on that just even to lift that chain. But you get in situations where the wind starts blowing above like 50 knots to like, you know, 70 knots or like a hurricane and 90 knots. It doesn't matter how much chain you have out there that the boat's going to go. And when you have a boat like Parsifal, which has a big mast, you have so much just for lack of a better word, sail area, even without the sails, that the boat is affected um, is affected pretty dramatically by the wind. And you can do things on that boat to mitigate that. If you've got enough water underneath you, you can drop the, the boat has a swing keel. You could drop that down and maybe put up just a little bit of the sail so the boat will stay will, will sit right into the wind. Yeah, that's a great shot right there. That gives you a perfect example. So if the wind started howling and um, that's Sardinia, which is like that's Cala de Volpe. Um, yeah, the shallower you get closer, you can, it could start, that anchor would start biting, but you, what you don't want to have happen is you back, is you drag right into that boat behind you. And you could even get into a situation where the chain wraps around his chain and then you get a really big mess, especially if the wind is howling. Oh, geez. Wow. Wow. That's a, it, it gives me anxiety, like just thinking about all the stuff you have to worry about. And, well, and, you know, that's why like on these boats, something like people always ask me, what's your favorite part of the trip? And I say the dock and a hundred percent it is. Cause it's like, if I'm on anchor, it's just, um, you're, I'm like, yeah, kind of asleep, but not really. Um, it also depends on like who you have for a good crew, uh, it, it, like how, sharp they are and if they're watching stuff um and like the question you know and i always had a policy is that if uh, no matter if you think we're we're dragging and you don't want to wake me up because you're afraid you're going to disturb me i'd much rather be yeah up than than hear the crunch of the keel on you know <laughs> oh. on reef or something god and that, that i mean anchor watch is the, the most important uh, anchor watch is the most thing. important thing you yep. know, Chase said in this episode, he hates Anchor Watch. And I'm like, watch it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> watch it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sean, you had one more question for us. I, what was the other one? The, uh, I forget. What was the other question? Did I have another question? I no, maybe you don't. <laughs> I, I think dragon anchor is a good one to end on I, I, you one, know yeah. what the pirate smell was a good place to start dragging anchor is a good place to end sean we appreciate you so much you know we've gotten you from all over the world i feel like you are carmen san diego we never know where you're going to be when you pop up sometimes it's in monaco sometimes it's it's in holland and and now, right now it's in the know, middle of the desert a uh middle safe of the day travels desert. though safe travels because you're gonna be heading home in a couple days right i'll be back yeah i'll be back on friday and then um i'll be um um i got the uh, i was well if you're wondering like why i'm out here in palm beach it's the uh a it's a little vacation but also it's um we a couple times we've been talking about uh, the show that we're we're hoping to get it in production, and I'm out here talking to people for that very reason. And um, I was going to have a special guest this evening, um, but uh, Leo and Cameron were both, you know, they're a little shy about camera and there's contract stuff, so I, I couldn't get them uh, couldn't get them on film. But anyway, <laughs> well, we appreciate you trying. That's for sure. I know I'll be right at dinner just shortly. Okay. <laughs> as, as you see, guys, Captain Sean has a busy life. Sean, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks, uh, we appreciate buddy. you, too, and we will see you very soon. We'll see you next week. All right. Yeah. See you next All right. week. All right. I mean, that's great information, especially I think we're going to see some like anchor dragging, which is kind of consistent with uh, with sailing for some reason sometime this season. Uh, right after we let Sean go, that would have been a good question to ask if maybe the sailboats do it more because of the weight of them and stuff like so. Uh, OK, we'll ask him next week. We will we'll ask him next week. Yeah more in-depth on anchor dragging guys more uh, in-depth on anchor dragging josh as we end off really quick what are we looking forward to next episode and um 
when are we going to finally see Gary or sorry, Colin and Daisy, you know, make out? Uh, do we have to? No, I mean, I don't want it's gross, but yeah. Yeah, it's coming. Um, <laughs> well, we saw that uh, he was being very comforting to her and they do have a night off coming. Uh, they were they were just getting ready for it. So we're going to open this next episode with a night out. So we'll yes, see. We'll that's see. what I'm looking forward to. That was a lot of people's complaints where it was just a slow episode. This yeah, uh, episode that I was reading half the night out. Sometimes they give us half the night out and they didn't even I like give us that. that. Like, yeah, I want some, you know what I mean? Like we just went through two whole episodes of them on Charter. Charter. So like, but they've done it a few times before where they give us a whole episode of a night out. And I'm like, ah, can we go back to the boat? But, you know, I know, like, especially when they do the whole day off thing, like sometimes those are fun because we get to a little more drama, a little more drama. I mean, listen, uh, apparently uh, Captain Glenn has a uh, set up something for them, some kind of dinner that he is taking them to on the tender. So I wonder if he has to also pick them up and what that would look like. But um, guys, if you haven't done so already, hit that like button. It helps us out tremendously. If you're listening on the podcast, I want to give a huge shout out. It's one of the highest listened to episodes. We love, love, love that people are listening on the podcast as well. And we will be back next week. Again, like Josh has said before, we always go in the comments after and then talk to you guys. So definitely put all your feelings, thoughts, opinions in the comments below. Even if they differ from us, it's kind of fun to see what people are yeah, saying. Yeah, you guys have you guys have swayed my opinion many a time or, or informed me. I mean, let's face it, Jason and I are specialists. We're just two knuckleheads willing to get on camera and talk about this. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not exactly. Uh, you know, we're not catching everything. So you guys catch a lot for us. And I totally love to give you guys credit for that. So thank you. And uh, yeah, hit that like button. That's the best way. And really, we're doing this for Adam's channel. Like to say thanks for Adam for letting us be on here every week, which is just so generous of him. Uh, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button if you hadn't yet. He's got a whole bunch of amazing... I've actually turned three co-workers, Jason, on to Adam to the point where like, we work from home, it's getting a little dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, don't always be on Adam's channel. (laughs) Like, (laughs) now I'm getting, oh my god, it would so be so cool to hang out with Jason and Adam and stuff. I'm like, Okay, well, don't forget, you work with me, okay? You right. have to hang out I want to hear a little bit more Josh is amazing kind of stuff. So. You don't want to hear any more about uh, Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox from Vanderpump Rules? No, I hear too much about Jason and Adam. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> coworkers are, like, in love with you guys. Anyways, thank you guys for watching. We love you guys. Thank you for being here. Chat, uh, sorry, chat, mods, uh, live chat, thank subs. You. Thank you so much. Thank you to Captain Sean for being here to answer our questions, and we will see you all next week. Have a great night, everyone. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.